the most surprising thing is everything. This podcast is brought to you by Brad's Deals, a team of real people dedicated to helping consumers. In this episode, I talked to Lindsay Weeks. She's actually my manager at Brad's Deals. She's incredible, but she's also an expert in a specific subject that I have very little experience right now with. She's a mom. I'm Lindsay Weeks, and I'm an editor at Brad's Deals. The most surprising thing is everything. It's the sheer volume of expense. I think everyone knows having a kid is expensive, but they continue to be expensive and everything's expensive. And so I think the most surprising thing was just that sheer volume. You know, they grow and they need new things. They grow and they start to eat. They grow, you know, so every bill gets bigger. It's not just their clothes and it's not just that initial expense of cribs and all of that, but, you know, it continues to be expensive with food and clothes and then becomes more expensive as they grow with different activities that they want to do. So I think, you know, for me, really, it was the sheer volume of everything, you know, it doesn't go away. With newborns, one of the topics that comes up a lot is diapers. So disposables, reusables. You know, I never wanted to use reusable diapers. It just wasn't something that I had an interest in. From the start, I knew that I was going to be using disposable diapers. One thing that they say that everybody kind of says when you go into the hospital is every time they bring diapers into your room, like stick them in a bag because they're going to keep refilling the diapers and you can get, you know, a nice little stockpile. With my daughter, I was in the hospital for like five days. So we stockpiled so many diapers while we were there, (laughs) especially because, you know, that smaller size, again, you don't know how fast your kids will grow. Sort of what led me to how I save on diapers was my daughter had a reaction to pampers, to huggies, um, and I needed to find a natural alternative. So I looked at Honest Company. They've got really cute patterns, and I found that they have a subscription service. You save about 17% on your diapers, and that for me was a great way of saving because not only am I saving money on diapers, but I'm also having them hand-delivered to my house So I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I've run out of diapers. I need to get to a grocery store or, you know, wherever at 1am, you know, I know that I've got my stockpile of diapers. You know, the other thing is that they have an add on service with their subscription. So you save 15% on anything you add on. And so that's how I buy my kids um, all of their soap and shampoo. And they have the hand sanitizer that I really like. So I'm able to buy all of that at a discount and it's all natural products for my kids, which I really like. And again, their diaper patterns are super cute. So (laughs) not that people are really looking at your kids' diapers, but I notice and I like it. All kids grow, obviously, you know, but they grow at different rates. And so I think the idea of, oh, I can save by stockpiling and I can buy a ton of stuff, a lesson that I learned. And when friends are having children, I always say, When you get a bunch of infant clothes, which you typically do, you know, as gifts and stuff, when you have a baby, don't just take the tags off of everything because once you take the tags off, you can't return them. So if you take the tags off and wash sort of what you think you're going to be going through, then you can add on as you need. And then potentially you can return the extra clothes and get a bigger size. My daughter, for example, was 
I mean, she was in nine month size clothing for, it must've been about six months. My son jumped through that size maybe in a month. So you also can't say, okay, for this child, I did this. It, it is a little bit individual, but I think the point there is really that they grow and they grow fast and they grow at different rates. And you can't always depend on saving money by stockpiling. Sometimes it's about being smart with how you're shopping versus just shopping on sale. And you mentioned, you know, giving advice to to other friends who are parents. How big of a role would you say that your your community of parents of kids of the similar age group is on your frugal shopping as a parent? Like how, how big of an impact is it that you get to share with friends kids' clothes when your son grows out of it, or if your daughter grows out of it, you can send it to a friend or they send you clothes. Does that happen? Is that a regular part of your life? Yeah. And you know, that's a good it's a good point in kind of savings. If you use social media or you have a local community of people, other moms or other parents that you can go to. I mean, so many of the things that I have for my kids were hand-me-downs from friends. And then I pass them along on Facebook. There's an entire marketplace where people are offering free things and I'm in several moms groups. And so as my son has just outgrown some of the very baby things we have, you know, I'm saying, does anybody need a swing? Does anybody need infant specific items because you don't really need them, you know, and that's another way for me about saving money is kind of looking at multi-use items. You know, I wasn't really crazy about getting a whole bunch of things that would only be good for, you know, a week or a month, or you don't know how long. And one of the things that we did, and it was definitely a splurge item, but there was a stroller system that we really liked and it had the car seat and we were able to add an additional seat onto the stroller. So when we eventually had a second child, we kept the same stroller, which was really convenient. And that stroller came with a bassinet. And that's what both of my kids slept in until they outgrew a bassinet. And so having that kind of multi-use item where we still use that stroller, the bassinet stand that we bought, they sell a, a hamper insert for. And so that is our now hamper, which is a great hamper because I wouldn't recommend buying something that then isn't any good. You know, obviously you want things that are multi-use, but also that you really like. Sure. And this one I really like. And so this has been, you know, it was a very expensive purchase, but we've used it now for, you know, almost three years in so many different facets that it's, um, you know, it's over time has been a money saver. Would you say that's one of the best things you've found as a parent shopper? Yeah, definitely. And that is the Upper Baby brand, which is very popular, but it's expensive. And the thing with that stroller is it's not on sale very often. They sell on discount, some discontinued colors, which is fine. The issue sometimes with buying discontinued colors is that if you want everything to match and you didn't buy everything at once, then your extra seat might not match the rest of the stroller, which aesthetically would kind of bother me, but it doesn't necessarily bother everyone. So that's one thing to consider. But a couple places that I saw that had great discounts there was the Nordstrom anniversary sale. They will discount that stroller system and Bloomingdale's also will include it on their gift card offers. So they won't necessarily be discounted, but you could earn some of the strollers are up to $900 or so. You could earn money back that then you could use for something else 
And so those are some ways that you can get the stroller system discounted, which are nice little hacks when they're not just, oh, here's a coupon code. This is one of those things where pre-planning makes a difference. I know other brands like Canada Goose Coats very rarely go on sale from any legitimate retailer. But like you said, at Bloomingdale's, if you get the coat and you can get the gift cards as like a payback during one of their sales, that is probably the best you're going to be able to do if you want some of those luxury brands. And so it sounds like it's the same case for luxury parenting brands. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the planning ahead, you know, on one hand, it can be hard to plan everything ahead. Because as I've mentioned, you know, with growth, you just don't know how fast kids are going to grow. And so it's hard to plan like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have their outfits for the first two years of their life. But you do know that there will be a certain amount of things you need at every size. And what I like to do as a way to save also is shop the big sales. For little kids, infants, I'm a fan of Carter's just because I think they've got good quality things, um, good quality clothes, and you can shop some of their big sales that are up 70, 80% off and you can get onesies for a couple dollars. They also have a good return policy. So if you have your receipt and you've left your tags on, you can just swap things out for a larger size. For my daughter, as my kids get older, I just think that the Gap has cute clothes. So when they have big sales, like they just had some door busters, but also you can get sometimes 50 or 60% off kids' clothes. One thing I like is like at Kohl's, they have some big kid sales and they sell brands that maybe people don't know that they sell, but they sell Carter's and Nike and Columbia. And some of them don't have coupons that can stack. But when you wait for a kid sale or a baby sale there and you can stack coupons, you can save, you know, 80 plus percent off of regular pricing. And if you're shopping during a Kohl's cash sale, you can earn Kohl's cash. You know, a suggestion I have is to then use that for toys, let's say, because they sell a lot of the hot toys, which if you're a parent or you're ever looking at toys, the hot toys don't really get discounted. So this is a nice way to be able to discount them. And, you know, for me, one of the things that I like to do is kind of stockpile gifts. I do it for my kids and Also, their friends are going to be their same age. So when you're inevitably invited to birthday parties, it's so much easier just to go into like the closet that I have that has sort of this stockpile of gifts that I bought at the beginning of the year when I was able to save on them. So I've saved money on the gifts, but I've also then saved time for myself, which I think is almost as important, sometimes more important than saving money. Looking at gear like bikes, skis, all of that kind of stuff, you can get secondhand at so many different places, whether it's just looking on social media and asking around or going to a local consignment shop. You know, if your child skis, they're going to be in skis for one winter, like to buy new skis every year is cost prohibitive. There's some things that you can rent and that could be an option to look into, but really looking at bikes and all of those, you know, other activities like that, not buying that stuff new is a huge savings as your kids get older. To go back to when you're thinking about or planning on having a baby, for me, my insurance company provided a breast pump for free. That is huge. They had a lot of good brands that I could choose from. That's huge because that's an expense that's a couple hundred dollars. So if you can get one from your insurance company. Did you have to reach out? Yeah, just call and ask and they shipped one right to me. And then 
a lot of times if you're unsure about, am I going to breastfeed or formula feed? As soon as you're registered in a hospital, you start to get samples of formula and formula is really expensive. So you can stockpile, you know, what comes, you can ask the hospital, you can ask your pediatrician's office. And a lot of times they do have formula. And so little things like that, where it seems like, oh my gosh, it's not that big of a deal. It is, it adds up. And especially if you're unsure or you think, oh, I'm going to breastfeed. I don't need formula. Well, you don't know if it's not going to be easy for you, or if you're going to decide a little bit down the line that it's not something you want to do. You know, just to have options that you haven't invested a ton of money into is helpful. Something else that we did was we bought for my daughter um, when she was going into a crib. We bought her a bedroom set, and I actually did it at Bye Bye Baby, so I had saved up all those those 20% coupons that you get in the mail and you're like, um, am I really going to use all this? Stockpile them. <laughs> I'm serious. Literally, I had a stack and I saved 20% on the entire set, which was great. Oh, wow. And we specifically bought a set where the crib converts to a toddler bed and then converts to a full-size bed. So that can be his furniture really as he grows up. Well, I bought it for my daughter, but then when my son came along, we just switched it along to him. And we actually just bought my daughter um, a set with a queen size bed because we thought, A, nice to have a queen size bed, right? Sure. But B, when we can have family coming again and friends visiting, you know, to have that extra space for people to sleep, like it's not necessarily something you're going to use all the time. Obviously, she'll use her bed every single night, but just sort of thinking about like, okay. Yeah, when we do have visitors, this is also a great way she can be displaced from her room. And then it's a perfect place for guests to stay. Yeah, really good thinking. I like these multi-use ideas. I think that's one of my favorite takeaways here. My niece and nephew are just getting to that age where they're riding bikes. And my niece has the apparently the bike that my wife's parents had them use when they were her age. So this is a bike that's, you know, you know, it's just a regular bike, but it's lasted 20, 30 years already, you know, and there's no reason to think that it's not going to last another 20 or 30. It just gets passed around. You know, it, it went to a neighbor, then it went to her, it's going to go to someone else next. That's great because does a bike, you know, stop working? Hopefully not. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like replacing a chain is a lot easier than uh, buying a new than bike. buying a new bike. Yeah. You know, there were certain things and obviously you know, splurging is very personal. You know, there are certain things that I am going to think like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to waste my money on that, but I'm not going to tell anyone else how to spend their money. And there are certainly going to be things for other people where they find them more important than I would. Like for me, single use items, especially furniture items, like an actual changing table. I just thought, gosh, how, how many years am I going to use this for? And a friend of mine sent me when my daughter was born, it's this, it's called a Kikaroo. And I'm pretty sure you can buy it at Bye Bye Baby and save 20% on it. But it's like a rubber portable changing table. And it's one of my favorite things. You know, we can bring it places and also it can travel from room to room. And it's also made of rubber. So if there's an accident um, on a changing table, which does happen, you're not pulling something cloth and having to wash things. It's just, you wipe it up and, you know, it's not incredibly expensive. And I think that isn't a splurge, but to me, choosing that over a changing table that is stationary in one of the kids' rooms that then I'm going to 
you know, only be able to use that when I'm in their room. It's just in reality, a cost savings. And also, I guess I started thinking like, gosh, it is a little odd that so many changing tables are made of fabric when you're changing diapers on them, you know? That's a good point. (laughs) You know, to have some sort of a rubber wipeable surface, like why aren't all changing tables like that? Right. You know, kids are really individual, obviously. We're all individuals. We're all going to like things that other people aren't going to like. And I think when you look at things like bottles, sippy cups, I just recommend don't just buy, you know, 20 bottles of this brand because it might turn out that your child doesn't actually like that bottle. They like a different shape bottle. They like a different nipple. They like something that's different. And so sometimes, you know, if you can get, you know, whether it's a gift or whether it's through a registry, if you can get you know, a variety and see what your child likes before you invest in stuff. You know, there are some places that won't return those items. And if they've been open, they certainly won't return them. But really figuring out, like with my daughter as a sippy cup, she loves a sippy cup with a straw. My son can't figure out how to use it. So we have to buy a different kind of sippy cup for him. And so just kind of figuring out even pacifiers. Like if you, if your child uses a pacifier, there's so many different types that kind of figuring out what works for your child before you make an investment is smart. And that brings up another good point is registries. So before you have a child or when you have, you know, when you're planning on having a child, it's free to register most places. And you can actually get some really good registry bags. Amazon, for example, if you register, you have to register, I think they have a price on it let's say it's $50, you know, you register for $50 worth of items. And then as soon as you've purchased one item, that's like, let's say $10, you get this bag of stuff. I actually thought that the gift, the registry gift with Amazon was one of the nicer ones we had gotten. Bye Bye Baby, we registered there and we got, you know, just a ton of coupons and different types of bottles and different types of lotions and things like that you know, all those little diaper cream samples or lotion samples, what I like to do is throw those in my diaper bag. And that way I don't have to buy a travel size of something or another full size. You know, I just have all these little kind of things that I've kept from registry bags and just throw them in my diaper bag. So that's also something that I would recommend is just kind of looking around, seeing what the gifts are with registries. You don't have to share the registries with anyone. It's not like oh my gosh, this person has 10 registries, but you can do it just to get the gifts. That's a really good point. Yeah. And if you're planning on buying something anyway, and you add it to your registry, you know, you can always get it yourself. (laughs) Exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah. And you know, some of the registries have completion options. Um, You know, if you've ever gotten married and done a registry, it's kind of the same concept where at the end of whatever the event is, the birth of the baby or the wedding, you know, you get a discount to complete your registry. So you'll get a discount for anything that's on your registry. There's a lot of great information that I got from my conversation with Lindsay. I'd never really considered how to maximize registries the way she talks about. Special thanks to Lindsay Weeks. Our story editor is H. Borkowski. And I'm Jim Marcus. Frugal Living is brought to you by Brad's Deals, a team of proud consumer advocates who scour the internet every day for the best prices on, well, everything. 
That's B-R-A-D-S-D-E-A-L-S dot com. <laughs>